your camera doesn't matter. What lens should you use? Which camera is the best? I loved your short film. What camera did you film it on? If you're asking these questions, then you definitely need to listen to this. The short answer I'll give you right now is that it doesn't matter. My name is Nick, and this is Nick's Fort, and you are listening to the Freelance Filmmaking Podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, then you can drop a comment below with any questions you have or any comments you have about this topic that we're talking about. And if you dig it, you can click that thumbs up. You can also subscribe. Now let's get into the long answer about why it doesn't matter what camera you buy and also what you can do about that if you aren't able to handle that as the answer. Time and time again, the most popular question I get from you guys, from individuals, is about gear and what gear that person should buy. And I don't really talk about gear that much on my channel, so that's kind of surprising to me that it's the number one question. And also when I'm talking to other creators, they're getting the same thing. Other creators are having the same experience where they're telling me that their DMs are filled with people saying, what camera should I buy? What lens should I buy? What light should I buy? It's overwhelming for all of these creators. And that is the number one question when it definitely shouldn't be. And I don't think it's the question that's really bothersome to me. I think it's the root of the question or what the root of the question can be. So let's dig into two different scenarios as to what the root of that question might be for someone who's asking it. First, let's think specifically. So a few years ago, I had a project that I was contracted to do where I made a commercial, an advertisement for Van Shoes and Truth. They did a collaboration and they approached me with the creative and the creative was uh, rooted in the ad looking like it was filmed on Snapchat. If you don't know what Snapchat is, Snapchat is a app on your phone that you film video with on your phone. So the marketing team wanted it to look like it was filmed on Snapchat and they suggested to me that we use a cell phone to film this ad. And, and we could have used a cell phone to film this ad. At the time, I sat back and I thought to myself, what are we going to use to film this ad? I don't really want to use a cell phone to film this ad, but how am I going to accomplish my uh, uh, the specific needs of this project without using a cell phone, but make it look like it was used with a cell phone? So there is a program, and I think it still exists, called Filmic Pro, I believe, and that's a, uh, an app for your phone that gives you control over your focus and your aperture and your color temp, gives you a higher bit rate for recording on your phone and all that good stuff. So we could have used that to film this app. We could have used a cell phone, but I wasn't super comfortable with the app, still don't use it, don't know anything about it. So I wanted to use something that I was a little bit more comfortable with. So I did a bunch of research on small mirrorless cameras because at the time I owned a Canon C300 and a Canon 70D and uh, did a quick test with the 70D, that wasn't going to work out. So that brought me back to, I need something smaller. Mirrorless is going to be a good option. I need something that kind of has this uh, 30 frames a second, crispy, um, not a ton of depth of field sort of feel. And in my research, I found that the GH4 was going to be a good option for this project. Uh, I didn't have any interest in owning a GH4 at the time. I was completely in the Canon ecosystem and I had no interest in spending the money on a GH4 to do this project. So I looked into renting one and I rented a GH4 with two lenses and it was just the body 
rent the cost of renting the gear was one third of just buying the body, not including the lenses. So I set, saved a bunch of money by renting the GH4 over buying one. And the GH4 met the needs of the project. We built a DYI helmet that we had attached it to, and we used that to film this ad. And it worked really, really well. And it was the best camera for the specific needs of that project. So that <clears throat> kind of illustrates the first root of what that question can be. What the, what's the best camera for me? What's the best camera for this project? What's the best camera for these specific needs for this project? And that kind of illustrates that root to that question. And the second angle that I'm going to talk about right now with the root of the question, what camera should I buy, is the one that is bothersome to me. And this is when someone asks what camera should I buy or what piece of gear I should buy with the root of that question really being what camera is going to instantly make me a better filmmaker or photographer? Which camera is a shortcut to success? Which camera is going to give me this stunning work immediately? And I think that that perspective can come from um, a couple different places. One of those is sometimes people are naive to the craft of filmmaking or photography and creating and what it takes to get somewhere. And, and an individual might approach you and look at your work and say, wow, that's a stunning photo. What camera did you use? And and when someone asks that, it's, it, you know, it's not necessarily their fault that they don't understand that the camera isn't what made the image stunning. Uh, it, it was the work you put into it. So, you know, it's not that person's fault. So I'm not upset at them for that. And that's not really what we're looking at here in terms of the question. Um, you know, that's like, that's like, that's like someone going up to a finishing carpenter and saying, uh, what hammer do you use? The railing that you built inside of this elegant house looks amazing. It must be the hammer that you used, you know? And, it, and like, yeah, maybe the hammer helps, uh, but I'm sure that that finishing carpenter could use a ton of different hammers to accomplish what they, they accomplished. They probably have their favorite hammer. And, uh, but the, the, the reason it looks so good, the work is because they put time and effort and struggle over years and years and years and refine their skills to get where they got. So the same sort of idea applies to a camera or a light or a, or a lens or anything like that. Yes, uh, you have a tool that you prefer for the job, but if the question that you're asking and why you're asking that question is rooted in, I want a shortcut to success, I want to get better at filmmaking and I think the best way for me to get better is because I use the camera that Nick used in that film that looked amazing or, or, or the camera that, that Chris used in that film that looked amazing. If you're thinking about it that way, and that's the root of your question related to gear, then you should step back and, and, and pause for a moment because the answer to getting better quickly is you can't. It takes time. You have to put your time and you have to do the work. And the camera and the gear that you use isn't going to get you there. And it, and it isn't going to get you there in a sense that it's not going to get you there immediately. There's not a shortcut with a piece of gear. So I want to share with you two projects that I wasn't involved with that illustrate this idea further that you don't need a certain camera to accomplish big results and do good work. Uh, the first one is a film that I saw at a film festival in 2015. It's called Tangerine. 
it's a uh, it's a film about a transgender sex worker who discovers her boyfriend and pimp are cheating on her. The film premiered at Sundance, and within five days, it was bought by Magnolia Pictures. Uh, they the filmmakers made the film for a hundred thousand dollars, and they um, the revenue on the film was close to a million. You know, so they earned about eight hundred thousand dollars on the film based on what the budget was to create the film. Um, and the film was shot on three iPhone 5S cell phones, which blows my mind. I saw it in the theater. It's an amazing film, and it was shot on iPhones, only iPhones. Another film came out in, uh, I want to say, like 2017. Um, it, it's called Unsane. It was directed by Steven uh, Sodberg, who has won seven Oscars, uh, so he's super legit. And uh, that movie was released uh, worldwide, and it it did a total of uh, $14 million worldwide. And this film, you guessed it, was shot on an iPhone, and this was an iPhone 7 Plus. So a feature, two feature-length films that did extremely well at the box office uh, in, in relation to how much they cost to make were shot on iPhones. And they did well because they had great stories. They did well because... The people who were involved have been learning how to tell stories and becoming good filmmakers over the years and years and years. Uh, they didn't do well because they were filmed on a RED or an, uh, an ARRI or a Canon or, a, or any of those cameras. It didn't do well because of that. It didn't do well because of the camera that it was shot on. And that's my point. My point is that you don't need a certain camera. The camera doesn't matter as much as you think it matters. So I hope by now that I've beat the hell out of my point, and I think that I've got my point across, but I'm not interested in giving you guys this rant without actually giving you some practical advice on, on how to use this information. So if you're asking the question, what camera should I buy? What camera should I get? And you actually you know need to know then you probably need to know because you have a specific need. So if you have a specific need for a project, then you should get a camera that meets those specific needs. Let's say you're you're into filming super slow motion. Well, then I would imagine that you're going to buy a camera that shoots really, really good super slow-mo. And yeah, there's probably two or three of them to pick from. And in that price range that you're working in, you have to make a choice based on those different options of those cameras. And there is a best camera for your needs for that specific project. And if you're into that project, if that's all you do, then it's probably in your best interest to buy the camera because then you're going to actually you know, make your money back and get a return on the camera, be able to rent the camera. Uh, if it's a one-off project, then you probably want to consider renting a camera. Renting gear can be a great way to find out uh, if you like gear. So, and, and that's kind of the other side of the coin is, is if you don't have a specific project, you don't have a specific need and you say, Hey man, I really, you know, I'm really torn between these two cameras or I'm really torn between these two lenses or these two lights or whatever it is. My answer is always going to be go rent that gear, go rent that gear, try that gear out, find out which one you like better. And that same goes for editing platforms. Let's say, what's the best editing platform for you to, to, to edit on? Do you want to do Final Cut? Do you want to do DaVinci? Do you want to do Premiere? Go do a trial of all of them. And as you work through them, you're going to quickly find out 
which one of those ecosystems, which one of those platforms is going to work best for you, which one feels the best. And then that will be your answer. I don't have your answer. Other creators don't have your answer for what is the best gear for you. You have the answer. You just need to go out and do some tests and try some stuff out and play around and see what you like. Because at the end of the day, there is no best camera. What is the best camera? There is no best camera. What is the best camera for you and for your specific needs and your specific project needs? There is an answer for that. But the best person to figure that out is you. And I think this is probably the most important takeaway from this conversation is that if you are asking the question, what is the best fill-in-the-blank piece of gear to buy because you're trying to delay your creative process, then don't do that. That is dangerous. If you delay the process because you don't have the best gear, then you're delaying your ability to advance your skills and your career and your craft and get better. You have to get out there and create and make, and you cannot use gear as an excuse. Do not use gear as an excuse. If you don't have the money to, 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 to rent a camera, then go find the local uh, public broadcasting facility and find out if they have a program. Most of them will have a program that you can go use the cameras for free. Or if, if that doesn't exist, find someone who has a, a phone and go make something with a phone. Find a, a friend, a neighbor, a schoolmate, anyone. Just borrow someone's phone and go create something with a phone. If you truly cannot figure out how to find any camera to create something with, then I want to hear about that because I, I can't imagine a situation where you're watching this or listening to this and you can't do that. I imagine the situation does exist in the world. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm saying that if you're able to consume this and hear this and you can't figure it out, then you're not trying hard enough to figure out how to get a camera and use a camera. If you found this helpful, please share it with someone else who you also think will find this message helpful. Spread the love. If you have questions, I'm going to answer the questions in the next episode. At the end of the next episode, I'll answer your questions about this episode. So leave a comment below if you are watching this on the Nick's Fort YouTube channel. And if you aren't watching it, you can either head over to the Nick's Fort YouTube channel and drop a comment there. And I will take those questions and I will answer some of them in the next episode. And uh, you can also head over to nicksfort.com slash podcast, where you will also be able to ask a question to me. Um, and I will answer those again at the next end of the next podcast. And most importantly, get out there, put this information into practice, share it and go create something. Peace.